Hello, everybody. Welcome to a Monday. We are Grand Forks Best Source. Heather Novak and Jennifer Rutherford from the United Way of Grand Forks, East Grand Forks in the area. Joining us on the show today, lots of exciting things going on with the United Way. We'll find out all about that. And by the way, our show today is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And Executive Properties also does garage door repairs and replacements. Hey, if you have any questions or comments for Heather or Jennifer, our number is 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call if you want. Ah, before we get too much further into the show, it is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. <laughs> Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, after dinner last night, my wife asked me if I could clear the table. So she said, honey, can you clear the table? I needed a running start, but I made it. Gosh, it's, he doesn't like any of them. Was that really that bad? Was that okay? It was okay. It was okay. What do you think? With a mouth full of water. I think it was pretty bad. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. How about a different wife one? <laughs> My wife asked me to put ketchup on the grocery list. No, I can't read the list. <laughs> God, I'm just striking out. I better quit while I'm ahead. Uh, anyway, let's go to that first. Uh, Jennifer Rutherford, how are you today? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. How's this uh, summer treating you since it's already almost gone? Uh, well, we went from... So personally, we went from baseball for all of my boys. And oh, sure. Entering football season. So oh. Never a dull moment. How many boys do you have? I have three boys. So you girl. got almost a team. Yeah. Okay. Close. Okay. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Speaking of baseball, Fargo going to the World Series, yes. Little League World Series for the first time. In fact, my kid leaves tomorrow for there. So uh, pretty cool. Cool Very stuff. Cool. We're going to hopefully get the coach on the team on Thursday night. Heather, 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 how are you? Good, good. Good, good. How's things in your neck of the woods? Busy as always. Yeah? Have you been busy? We have been. Yeah. At how, work and at home. So. Yeah? Well, yeah. How's the summer going? Good. Yeah. I have two little boys not in sports yet. Yeah. Um, well, yours are younger, aren't they? Four and 16 months. So oh. So they more than keep me on my feet. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, boy, good for you. <laughs> you know, I miss my grandkids. They're four and almost two. I miss them a lot. And then I don't. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I'm glad. I I, I got to give you guys a lot of credit because having kids, uh, especially more than one at one time, uh, boy, I tell you what. Anyway, uh, let's start talking about stuff here. Uh, United Way of Grand Forks, East Grand Forks and area. You guys are always doing something. You're always out there helping the community. And right now, what do we got going on? Backpack program. Uh, what do we want to talk about? Go ahead. Well, we <laughs> currently are doing a fill the trailer challenge. Okay. Okay. Uh, which leads up to our Pack the Backpack event on Thursday. Okay, so fill the trailer first. What is that? So we decided to do something a little bit different this year to generate some excitement. Um, so we currently have bins at, donation bins, at all of the locations of Hugo's in Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. Okay, there it is right on the screen. Yes. Okay. 
Um, we are also running drives at Target, Rydell, Dakota Commercial, First State Bank, United Valley Bank, 319 Logistics Readiness, and a squadron at Grand Forks Air Force Base is also participating. Uh, we've had so much community support. After we started the Fill the Trailer Challenge, all of these places reached out to us to also do a drive there as well. So you have the little thing down in the corner. What do they call that where you can scan it, you know? Um, QR code. Yeah, the QR code. Um, I'm old school. Um, now, if, if, say, you don't have anything to fill the trailer with, but can you get on? You can scan that QR code for more information. Can you just say, I want to donate money? Absolutely. And it, that's the way to do it. Yep. Okay. Now, this all leads up to what you say is the backpack program. That's yep. what's coming up. Okay, explain that then. So, Thursday the 17th is our Pack the Backpack event. We do it every year. Um, fill, the tra- fill the Trailer Challenge is just kind of leading up to that event. So we will be at three locations. We'll have staff at the East Grand Forks Hugo's, Hugo's on 32nd Avenue South, and then the Sam's Club here in Grand Forks. Uh, we'll have a table out at the exits um, at the 32nd Avenue Hugo's. We will also have Cool Creations, the Ice and... Um, Cotton candy. Mm. If you've not had that, it's delicious. Yeah. Um, they are also generously donating a portion of their sales to the backpack program as well. Um, so you make a purchase, and on your way out the door, you donate that. It goes to the backpack program that helps local kids. Um, so those are meals that go into their backpack for over the weekend. They have some food. So now you disperse these through the backpacks over the weekend at schools. Correct. And now, forgive you know, correct me if I'm wrong here. 15,945 bags of food last year. Does that sound about right? Yeah, correct. Yeah. That's that's huge. And how many are you at this year? I, I thought I saw something like it was, uh, you were at like 2,500 almost. We're going to be at 600 bags per week. And there's okay. what, 39? Yeah, I had 2,500 snacks, not bags, oh, yes. I guess. Yeah, yeah okay. snacks. Yes. So the wow. snacks are on top of the backpack program. So the backpack program is going to do two breakfast, two lunch, two dinner, two snack, and two juice. And that goes in, it's in one of those t-shirt bags. Mm-hmm. We bring it to the schools. We don't even know the kids that we're providing sure. to because we don't need to. You know, that's right, right. our goal is to feed those kiddos. Um, so the social workers at the schools that we work with will deliver the bags. They put it in their backpacks for them to go home on the weekend. But one of the gaps that we realized because of the school social workers in the last couple of years was that even though they're getting these items for the weekend, which is amazing, mm-hmm. but when they're at school and they're told to bring a snack, they don't always have a snack. Sure, yeah. sure. So everybody all around has a snack and then that kid doesn't or those kids don't. So what we've been doing now has been sending totes of snacks to the schools and then they can disperse them out for the kids that might not have them. So then it looks the same all around. You know, it, it, it's so bad that um, things can be embarrassing for kids. Yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, I don't know if I ever told you this, We uh, I got free lunch, and, and the tickets, the lunch tickets were different. Um, yeah. I wasn't too embarrassed to use them, uh, so I didn't eat. Um, I tell you what, I didn't know too many kids, uh, again, I'm going off of my experience, that couldn't wait for school to start again after summer break. But when you don't eat, yeah. and the only time you eat is at school, exactly. I mean, that's just a horrible thing. Um, Boy, you guys do. This is awesome stuff. Um, now, filling the trailer, that, that ends this week, I so think. It leads all the way up to the event of Pack the Backpack. So in the years past, we've done Pack the Backpack for two different days. We set up from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. at the Hugo's locations. 
But this past year, we really wanted to give people the opportunity because not everybody shops on a Wednesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we wanted to give them the opportunity to be able to do it at their leisure and when it works best for them. So we started it August 1st, running through the 17th. And then on the 17th, we're going to pick up all at all these Hugo locations and take all of our pack the backpack event stuff because we will be at lo at three locations on when or on Thursday. Okay. And we're going to put it all in the trailer. And our goal is we have a 16 foot enclosed trailer, and our goal is to fill it. Wow, that is awesome. Does Rydell Cars have something to do with this? They do. They have a Chevy pickup that they are currently trying to fill the bed of, also. And I think the other day I saw a picture. It's get it's, it's getting, getting really close. Yeah, yeah. They're doing you know, great. it's crazy. RydellCars.com. Uh, they are so involved with the community. Uh, you know, they have that big car and bike show every year, and they, and they pick a charity. And it all goes to this charity. And, and you know, there's so many nonprofits that they have helped uh, in the Grand Cities, East Grand Forks area. Uh, this is just great for these guys. Okay, so you can still go. And where are all of these uh, locations again if you want to go drop stuff off now? At all the Hugo's locations. Yeah. Okay, all the Hugo's locations. Uh, and what about the uh, pickup at Rydell's? Is that there at Rydell's? They have it at Rydell's, yes. Do you okay. want to go through the list? Yep, so it's all Hugo's locations. Okay. Target. Rydell, Dakota Commercial, First State Bank, United Valley Bank, 319 Logistics Readiness, and there's also a squadron at the Air Force Base. Wow, that is cool. So now it all comes to an end Thursday. Correct. Okay, correct. Thursday. All right. Um, okay, now I want to ask you, what's Kids Closet? <laughs> Kids Closet is a program that we started back in the fall of 2020 but it kind of launched in 2019 we used to do a program called undie sundays do you know what that is uh, well i think we had something similar in college but probably not i'm gonna think it's probably not the same thing no probably not <laughs> so it was six weeks worth of drives um between churches and businesses and mm -hmm. they would get things like hygiene products and socks and underwear and then they distribute them to nonprofits in the community, they would help distribute them out to community members, and then United Way would also distribute to community members. But it was only six weeks. And one of our school social workers, I was talking to a group of them, actually, and they were in need of Undie Sunday's items. Well, we only had one tote left, realizing that this was a need all year round. And so we launched this program, and we take in donating kids' clothes, school supplies, hygiene products, household items, new and donated, um, and then we distribute them back out in the community 100% for free. Now, this started when? Uh, the program actually started in the fall of 2020. Okay, and how long have you been there? Since the spring of 2019. Okay, so with all of these, I mean, United Way's been around a long time. You're looking for ways to raise money and help people in the community all the time. Who comes up with all of these? Because these ideas are awesome. I mean, do you guys sit down? Do you scratch heads? Do you make phone calls? All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, you go, I just thought of something, you know, Sunday undies or whatever. I mean, how do you come up with all of these great ideas? So Undie Sundays was there prior to me coming there. Kids Closet came from when these social workers came to our office. And I'll never forget the day because it wasn't long after I had my first son in the fall of 2019. And I remember it. They were looking for underwear. And they needed one size. And it was a size smaller. And the girl's like, well, that'll probably do. And I'm like, well... Why? Yeah. Not knowing, you know, like mm -hmm. I didn't know all of the backsides of this. Um, you learn when you're in the nonprofit realm and you're working with direct services, you learn more and more every day, but oh, you I really bet. don't know the extent of it until you really get into it mm -hmm. and you live it day to day. Yeah. You know, Jen is, Jen's learned so much from going from 
her previous employment to here because it wasn't a nonprofit. And so, mm-hmm. um, but that's how kids closet launched after that meeting. Um, the coworker that I was in the meeting with were like, okay, there's gotta be something that we can do. And we know that people want to donate items. So, you know, like my son's clothes, when he grows out of them, I'm like, heck, I want to give them to somebody yeah. who could use them. So that's sure. what we do. We make sure all of our volunteers go through and they'll take out anything that's stained, has an appropriate wordage on it. Yep. Um, we dispose of that stuff and then everything else we distribute out. And it's only grown since we launched it. We now do Kids Closet pop-up events. So for some of our rural communities who can't get to Grand Forks, we load up our 16-foot enclosed trailer with all of our Kids Closet stuff. And then we go out to their communities, unload it, set it up, and let them take all the mm-hmm. items they need. So we've had Grafton, Park River, Laramore, Northwood. So are hand-me-downs a thing of the past? Because uh, back when I was growing up, that I mean, I was the oldest so I didn't get any hand-me-downs in my family, but by golly, I had a whole bunch of cousins that were older than me. And, and, and no matter what, you're, you know, you're running to your older cousin and you go, that looks familiar. Well, it should be it was yours, but are they kind of going by the wayside? But then again, now you've got a larger family. Yeah. People aren't having many, maybe as many kids as they used to, but are hand-me-downs still a thing or, or kids nowadays just don't want to wear anything that's used? Well, I mean, I think we, they still do hand-me-downs. You know, we get a lot of... Um, adult women's clothes or teens clothes mm-hmm. were really sure. struggling for the younger boys clothes yeah. but I have two kids and as my youngest son I kept all of my older son's stuff he wears right. it and I mean we're really good about mm-hmm. making sure we keep everything in good shape and then give it to somebody else to utilize. I mean I'm not talking shoes and underwear here you right. know people that's yeah. all um, you know growing up I was a hockey player and I used to and I still to this day because I'm involved with it uh, I've always said goalies are a unique group of people uh, people that work at nonprofits are a very unique group of people. Um, it, it just it amazes me because, and I, I just say this every time, um, the look on your guys' face when you talk about these things, when I'm over here just, I, I feel so bad because of what you guys have to do uh, and what you guys choose to do and how happy you are, obviously, by talking to you about doing these when I mean, I'm still fretting over finding a baby bird in my yard yesterday and trying to rescue this thing between my wife and I. And I've been thinking about it all night. Oh, did he make it through the night? You know, and it's just, and you guys are worried about all these kids all the time. Um, you know what? We're going to take just a short little break here. All right. We're going to take a short little break. But uh, Heather Novak and Jennifer Rutherford, the United Way of Grand Forks, East Grand Forks and area are here. Uh, we have a lot more to talk about besides uh, the backpack program and the fill the trailer challenge. And that's all coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But right now, I want to talk about CNH Insurance over in East Grand Forks. You know, they begin the goal with the goal of building an agency with the highest of principles, personalized attention and service. They strive to give everyone who walks through their door special attention and the best customer service possible, and that's what they do. You know, that's their priority. It always has been. It always will be. Now, their agents, boy, you talk about experience. Over 50 years of combined insurance experience. They're licensed in in, uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, and Arizona. For all you snowbirds out there, okay, Uh, for all your insurance needs, get a hold of Justin, Jody, or Tammy. Their number, 218-773-0287. Or you can drop in, 1427 Central Avenue Northwest in East Grand Forks. See, uh, let's see, Grand Forks Best Source. We insure through CNH. Maybe you should too. Great company. CNH Insurance over in East Grand Forks. All right. Uh, here we go. Heather Novak, Jennifer Rutherford with the United Way of Grand Forks, East Grand Forks, and area in the studio talking about uh, Fill the Trailer Challenge that goes up until the 17th. Well, today is the 14th, so you got a couple of more days there. Uh, they did give you all the locations, and of course, rideoutcars.com is another place. Uh, we also talked about, uh, let's see. 
No, we didn't talk about yet. Families first. What is families first? You got, you know, I don't remember if we talked about these before, but I always creep your Facebook page <laughs> and find out what's going on, what you guys are doing. But what is families first? So families first is our one of our direct services that we provide housing homeless families and then also providing homeless prevention. So there is, um, when we launched this program, there wasn't and still isn't a 24-hour specific shelter for families in the Grand Forks community. So Northland's Rescue Mission has a couple of apartments that they house families and do case management, and they do an amazing job. Um, And then we also have an apartment and use hotel motel vouchers to house homeless families. But there's not an actual shelter for families. You know, when I lived out on the West Coast, I lived in California for a while, uh, years back, and I saw a lot of homeless people living in cars, families, kids in cars. Uh, Yeah, they can get by with that for a while, but we're in the middle of August, uh, getting almost towards the end of August. Ain't going to be happening much longer uh, when we get up here. And, And do we need a bigger shelter like that? to house some of these families or are we just scraping by the way it is now in grand in the grand cities um i think that you know a shelter is would be great although i think between us and northlands and some of our nonprofits really coming together um grand forks housing authority i don't know if an actual Mm -hmm. 24-hour facility is sure absolutely necessary um i wouldn't definitely wouldn't push it out of the picture um but i think strong connections with our nonprofits is really what's going to make that change Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know and if there's landlords out there who are willing to either um rent to or donate um apartments that we could utilize like right now we pay for an apartment sure lease an apartment under united way for an entire year so that we can house families in that apartment um, and not into a hotel. And mm-hmm. we have a great partnership with our hotels that we work with. Um, but realistically, being in an apartment would be a little bit easier. Now, if, um, say, a mother was to call with kids, um, is it usually that they're just down in their luck? Or is it more of a the spouse thing where you've got to get out of the house quick? It's not a safe environment? Um, or do you get a little bit of everything in there? We get a little bit of everything. Um, So a lot of times if it's a domestic violence case, we do refer to CVIC because that is their niche. And Mm -hmm, they have way more training on those type of things than we do. And they do an amazing job at it. So, you know, we would rather work together and partner there than to, um, but if they don't, if CVIC doesn't have any openings, then that's obviously something we'll take that person in. um, And then we can work side by side with CVIC mm-hmm. to make sure that they're getting the things that they need. Um, but no, it really does vary. I mean, anything from um, getting behind on rent or, you know, I tell people all the time that it, it happens a lot quicker than you think it's going to happen. Yes, yes. Um, and sometimes it really could be their kid was sick for a week. They don't mm-hmm. get vacation pay. And now they were already living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Now, how do you get caught back up? You know, and sometimes people kind of throw their hands up and they're like, I don't, you know, like now that I'm behind, I'm always going to be behind, you know, Um, otherwise not having the not having the assistance out there that they could potentially have, you know, so being having SNAP child um, food stamps, having child care assistance or having a housing voucher through Grand Forks Housing Authority. You know, there's things out there that could help them and take some of that stress away one by one. And so. Unfortunately, once they become homeless, then, you know, we go through that very, from the very beginning all the way until the end. 
But even once we get them housed, we still do case management for 12 to 18 months. So we don't want to get our family's house and be like, hey, we got your house, see you later. We really want to make sure that we build that relationship and that we know they're on a long-term stability sure. path. Sure. Because we don't want them to become homeless. You know, statistically within the first year, they might have one setback. Mm -hmm. And if they don't know how to handle that setback or have any guidance to it, then they're going to possibly become homeless all over again. So our goal is to have that case management. Then we we sit down and budget with them every single month. We talk about, you know, what are recertifications Mm -hmm. coming up. Like if you're on SNAP, you have to have a recertification. And some of that stuff can be very intensive. You know, it's so funny when you talk about these money people telling you, you know, you should have at least six months of mortgage stashed in the bank in case you ever run into an emergency. I know people, and talking from experience here, uh, both myself and my wife had really good jobs at one time, and and you still live month to month. Okay, say you got a $1,000 repair bill on, on, a, on a furnace or, or your car or something like that, and I could see how you say it happens fast. Okay, so now you're barely scraping by month to month, and all of a sudden you have a $1,000 repair bill on your car. So what it usually boils down to is, okay, now I have no car, and soon I'm going to have no place to live. Because you you have to draw the line. Do I feed my family, or do I worry about my car, which I'm going to need to feed my family? You know, it's just a vicious circle, and it is so hard. Once you're caught in the middle of that circle, it's awfully hard to get back out. Uh, And a lot of times with just a little help, in a little luck, it's all it takes. And, and thank goodness for uh, people like the United Way. Um, kids Closet, let's talk about that a little bit. Kids Closet is the one where we take in donated clothing items. Okay, okay, we did kind of mention that one. Um, now, I know something that's been really exciting for you is uh, the Laramore Food Pantry. Um, <laughs> how's that going? Good. So okay. the remodel is done. We actually are going to get the exterior of the building painted this summer still. Okay. Um, but we went from 400 square feet to over 900 square feet. Wow. But while we, once we opened, um, we also have now went from averaging 22 to 23 families to up to 35 families a month. So we have taken quite the increase there, which is very, very exciting. But now we're serving well over 2000 pounds per month going out, but we have great partnerships. Sam's club. We get to pick up from Sam's club. On the third Wednesday of every month, which is when the food pantry in Laramore is open. Okay. Um, Beanbo Bakeries, we get to pick up from them, so then we get some baked items. Um, we have a lot of Laramore residents who are providing produce out of their gardens mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Act- and donations in general. So we've had a lot of people who have been really, really helpful to the See, I didn't pantry. know you could donate produce out of your garden. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did not know that. Here, I'm trying to give the stuff away because it's, it's the first time I planted one in about 15 years, and it went crazy. Yeah. I mean, it just <laughs> went crazy, and I haven't been even looked at it in a week because I'm almost afraid to. Um, you know, we talked about uh, the cold weather coming, um, the homeless families. You know, they can get by for now, but, um, boy, I tell you what, when it comes uh, time to dress your kids and your family in the wintertime, too, we all know we've all been here long enough. Uh, it's not fun, and you guys have a winter wish list. So Winter Wishlist is a program at the end of December, and that's to provide um, gifts to the kids over the holidays. So a lot of times, if families are already living paycheck to paycheck or struggling at that time, um, winter is always a hard time as it is because we live in the state of North Dakota. Um, But they... So for the last couple of years, when we've provided winter wish list, we open it up to the community. They can put in applications and then we help provide toys for the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, so we always reevaluate our programs every year. 
And last year we evaluated our program and realized that there were a lot of other agencies doing this in town. And so since we didn't want to duplicate our services, because a lot of agencies are doing it, Mm -hmm. which is great, Mm -hmm. um, we noticed one gap that was out there, and that was Grand Forks County. And so for the last couple of years, everything we had left over from Winter Wishlist, we donated up to county. And they informed us that they weren't getting any other donations. So your foster kids and um, some of the families that are working with the Grand Forks County aren't getting those items. So now this year we've switched it. So all of the donations that are coming in, they will some of the product will go to the families that we're currently working with. So okay. we'll provide um, toys to those kids for the holidays and everything else from there on out is going to go up to Grand Forks County. So it won't actually be an open public okay. registration okay. anymore. But mm-hmm. All right. Um, you know, with, with cold weather, of course, the holidays and Christmas and all of that is... For people like you, you know, at the United Way, is is Christmas time, I mean, it's supposed to be a time of, of joy and, and celebration. Is it for you? I would think it would be yes and no. I, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you've you fought your battles, and I'm sure you've been victorious more times than not, and it's got to be a great feeling. But is it harder during the holidays for you guys for what you do? I don't know. I would say personally, um, I've not been through a Christmas or mm-hmm. holidays with United Way. But personally, I almost think it's going to be better for the fact that I see so much uh, community coming together. Sure, sure. Um, I've been blown away by the partnerships with other nonprofits and businesses in the area. Um, you don't really realize how giving and how supportive people are until you're asking. Right, right. Um, and that's been very impressive um, working retail for over 20 years, it takes that charm away from Christmas. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think this this holiday season is a little bit more, I'm looking forward to it a yeah. little bit more. I, I would imagine working uh, retail during the holiday time, I'd be, I'd be awfully angsty myself. Yeah. I probably would be even a little ornery. Uh, really probably in no mood for your holiday cheer. Yeah, you tend to turn into a little bit of a, a Grinch. <laughs> sure, sure. And, and and that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Christmas has just changed so much over the years, uh, I think. It, it, it's Everything's about this or that and an item, you know, and, and a lot of people tend to forget what it's about. But that's okay for kids. You know, that's what kids are supposed to be. They're supposed to be kids. They're supposed to believe in that stuff. Um, volunteers, uh, I know you guys are looking a lot of the times. Can you still use help? I mean, you guys are all over the place. Do you, do you need volunteers? Absolutely. Yes. Um, we actually just posted regarding our Pack the Backpack event. We are looking, still looking for a few volunteers for this Thursday. So if anybody's interested in helping on that day, we will definitely take the help. Okay, so they can There's either... a link on our Facebook to um, sign up. Okay, okay, so talk to you, go to the link on the Facebook, yep. scan the thing, the uh, whatever you called it. QR code. QR code. I always want to say barcode, but that <laughs> bar seems to be stuck in my brain for some reason. And you can find out for more. There you go, volunteers needed. Uh, it shows you right there on the, on the screen. Um, what if somebody can't volunteer, they want to donate? I know it's not hard to do, hard to figure out how to do it, and I know you guys are always uh, up for taking in donations. How do they do that? Absolutely. You can visit our website at givegfegf.org. 
right on the very front page, it'll say donate. And then you can specify actually which program you want it to go to. So it can go to backpack program, families first, general, in general, for anywhere that needs it the most. You pick those items. Okay, so if I'm going to go through my garden this week and I end up with this big basket full of fresh produce, what do I have to do? I mean, I know I'm sure I got to wash it all up and cut all the greens off and do all that kind of stuff. But then what do I do? Just go drop it off where? So you don't actually have to wash it or do anything oh, with okay. it. Um, so depending on where you want to donate it to, I'm sure any of the food pantries in Grand Forks will take it. Okay. Um, United Way, we will. We also can take it in for the Laramore Food Pantry or for our families that are currently in our Families First program, and we have five in shelter. Okay, right because I know for a fact my wife wouldn't let me bring you a bunch of carrots if I didn't clean them all just spotless. <laughs> it's the way it is at my house. Uh, boy, I've been looking forward to this, too, because you guys are going to be back in a couple of weeks. But um, let's just give people a little bit uh, sniff of trike boards. Uh, when is it and where? September. And that's all we'll say. Okay, September 7th. Okay. From 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Rydell Honda Nissan of Grand Forks. And this year, we're actually going to tailgate from noon to two. Ooh, okay. Noon to two. Do you want to tell them who's coming from noon to two? We will have 701 Barbecue and New Flavors Food Truck. And they are also donating a portion of their sales to our programs and services. How about that? Let's do a little bit of that. That's awesome. Man, you guys just keep getting bigger and better all the time. (laughs) And, And But that's what you need to do. Yeah, we do. And and you guys, did we miss on anything here? I don't think so. I don't want to give away everything for Trike Wars and all that. But, um, okay, now, in a nutshell, let's see. The Fill the Trailer Challenge going on until August 17th. And, again, that is on Thursday. Hugo's, Sam's, RydellCars.com. Go to them. Did yeah. I get them all right there? Right out. Yep. Okay. They have them. Okay, and then uh, let's see. Uh, then it's this Thursday. It's packed backpack at Hugo's and Sam's. Okay, um, so go donate. Yes. Um, volunteer. We always need once you guys donate those uh, food items, we need help packing those food items. Mm-hmm. Oh, 600 okay. Six hundred bags a week. Wow, wow. Website, phone number, anything out there you want to throw out there for the people? Give gfegf dot org, and then the phone number is seven zero one seven seven five eight six six one. You guys do awesome stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you always got a smile on your face. That's because we do awesome stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were going to have you back uh, again. We'll be talking about Trike Wars. Heather Novak, Jennifer Rutherford, United Way of Grand Forks, East Grand Forks and area. Uh, you guys do amazing work and, and keep it up. Uh, a lot of people out there, you know, and I don't like to use those words, but a lot of people rely on you guys and, and, and it's good to have somebody out there like that. Thank you, girls, for coming in. Uh, by the way, our show today has been brought to you by Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the Upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. 
Churchill Shoes in the Grand City Mall. Well, everybody, tomorrow, David, Paul, and myself try to figure out what's happening in this country and what you, the people, can do about it on the Great Reset at 11 o'clock. Make sure to tune in, all right? Hey, Kit Brennan has Common Sense Uncensored today at 1 o'clock. It's a great show. Enjoy it. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us on your favorite app. Uh, You know, you can also hit that notification bell on your smartphone. That way your phone dings every time we go on the air. Never going to miss a show on GFBS, all right? You know, the Grand Cities are still here. They're still grand and all that stuff. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again. 